You know, I have moved to a lot of places in my life. It's the hardest. The voice he just heard was of Tom. He was one of the greatest friends I could ever have. To everybody that had a chance to know him, his memories are burning strong in our hearts. Tom, we miss you. We love you. There's not a day that goes by that we don't think about you. Love you, bro. What's the matter? I'm trying to find information through Surrey about our why not today. Wait, 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 wait a second. You got Surrey now? Yes, I'm a douche. Yeah, no kidding you're a douche. You know, it's going to take away a whole lot of self-discovery asking that bitch questions. You know what, fuck it. Surrey, you're a cheap whore. I know. I can't look specifically for price range. My apologies. I found three escort services. They're pretty far from you. Huh. I'm going to go Google myself. You know, you're going to go blind. This is Phil. And it's Josh. Uh, we're in episode six of our favorite movie discussion episodes of Why Not? Yeah. And uh, since, uh, like I said, most of my stuff is boxed up right now, you know, still in the process of moving, I decided to do a real easy one, a movie I know by heart, uh, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, and also one that has had some up and, ups and downs in the eyes of fans. It actually has. It's really funny. I have met people that, you know, I mean... Uh, supposedly, the critics don't like it, right? You know, it's a flaw. You know, that's what they call it. Yeah. But yet, um, I'm going to be looking up the history. I believe it did make its money back. Maybe yeah. not as big a profit margin uh, as uh, Ghostbusters 1 was, but it still made some money back. Uh, before we get to the that stuff where it I wasn't a flop or anything like that, oh, but yeah. let's jump into the basic info. Let's go to the budgets and everything. All right, the basic info. We have, of course, Ghostbusters 2. Uh, written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, and uh, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver. I know I gave Ernie Hudson, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> top billing because well, he's one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. And, but you know, uh, that's the way I know it. Rick Moranis, Annie Potts, Peter McNichol, and uh, you know, several others. But those are the the main cast. The, the main, main cast. The main group. All right, its budget was $37 million. Okay. I think it made it. I'm going to make my guess of it made its budget back. Oh, it made, yeah. You want to know what its gross was? What? Uh, $112,494,738. Nice. And, that, and that, is that counting DVD sales? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, let me, let, me, let me hit the Seymour button. Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I think, actually, if you add that up, uh, USA, da, da, da. Its opening weekend was twenty nine million. So yeah, so it already almost made its profit margin so, back. Like he's, we were just talking about a second ago, it definitely was not a flop. Oh, here's rentals. No, it was, no, it's not a flop. Sixty million dollars, uh, sixty million four hundred ninety thousand in rentals in home the in home, home video release. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, a lot of people wanted to rent it even if they didn't want to own it and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I've met friends of mine that go, you know, sometimes they say, oh, they like Ghostbusters 2 more. 
Now, this one got a 6.4, and I know Ghostbusters 1 is like, uh, you know, it's in the 7s. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a higher ranking. Everybody, lo- yeah. everybody loves original stuff. Of course. Yeah. And as ranks go, 6.4 is not bad. Not bad at all. No. No, I've also seen more. Two, it's kind of almost universally known within like movie fan circles, and just in general, people always love the original. Uh-huh. The sequels are always the redheaded stepchild. Oh, exactly. And um, this uh, was coming off of a cartoon stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe they 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 felt that they dumbed uh, dumbed down a lot of the uh, humor uh, to make it more kid friendly. And maybe that's true. But the thing is, Vico was scary as fuck, though. Oh, it was scary. Well, the, the bathtub scene. Yeah. You know, when that little pink turd is coming out and yeah. attacks her. I was still kind of afraid of taking a bath for a little while. Yeah, that's you some know, creepy shit. Yeah, yeah. The fear of seeing some kind of pink hose. And uh, also, uh, when they're in the subway and they get scared by all those severed heads and exactly. stuff. Exactly. That and the combination of the uh, music. I mean, it's it's startling. Yeah. It's very eerie. So this one, you'd be the one to ask this. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 was post-cartoon. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was post-cartoon all the way up to 1989. However, the series did last two more... Uh, the cartoon series yeah. did last... Um, Two more years uh, after oh, okay. uh, after the movie. It, so they they were probably trying to get that family spin to the market, but also to kept keeping yeah. the um, I guess the ethics of the first movie. Exactly. I mean the uh, authenticity of the first movie. Exactly. They 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 kept the integrity of it. I mean, uh, Slimer is living at the house, but he's not a pet. He's just kind of haunting. Yeah, he just roams. He's yeah, he's haunting the firehouse and scaring the shit out of Lewis. Yeah. Uh, whereas in the cartoon, he's a pet. Yeah. But yeah, I am the person to come to with. Uh, these questions. Yeah, 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 what did Bill Murray have for lunch on the third day of filming? Uh, that would uh, that would have uh, been a. Um, uh, uh, I actually didn't know the answer to this, but that's why I'm. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not shitting you. <laughs> Just say tuna salad. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll say tuna salad. I don't think that's it. But no, no, no. I, 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 I he probably. I mean, he hardly liked to show up for shit. So you know. Yeah. Uh, but this wasn't as pre- as well presented. I mean, uh, you know, when they're talking about Ghostbusters three, yeah, uh, you know, and I I hate bringing it up because I don't want to jinx the film or yeah. the possible making of it or whatnot or whatever. I I feel it will happen, but whether or not it will happen with Bill Murray is another uh, question. And I definitely know it will not have the plot line that they're talking about because uh, Dan Aykroyd says that the plot involves um, something about uh, Columbia University and they're doing some kind of research that unlocks some kind of gate or some yeah. shit like that, but. The thing is, I take that with a grain of salt because Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2 were not what he presented. Exactly. The final product came out as something else. Well, it's like with those stupid pictures of Bieber online holding the Man of Steel sequel script. Oh, right. Don't believe until you see it. No, exactly. It's like, it's, 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 no, no, no. That may be a draft, but I guarantee you it is not the final draft. But it also, too, as Brad, did, Brad Carter pointed out to us when we were hanging out with him and everything, Dan Aykroyd is the one that greenlit Blues Brothers 2000. Well, he did, but the thing is, he also did, uh, he, he may have greenlit it, yeah. but Dan Aykroyd also did not get paid for that movie. All the, that wow. was volunteer. He, was, wow, really? he did not get paid for that movie. He he took a, he just wanted to see the vision come to life. Yeah. As strange a vision as it was, yeah. it's Dan Aykroyd, and artists like certain things. And what, to the film's credit, it now it, it actually does have the Guinness record, and I shit you not, as of this date, I believe the Guinness record for most car pileup. That is the biggest car pileup. Oh yeah, in well the the original 
the original record holder was probably the original Blues Brothers. Um, I'm I'm not sure, but number two, did, you know that 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 police car pileup? Yeah, it is the largest on film history. Yeah, that's awesome. So Dan Aykroyd did is is walking away with that, but I know he didn't get get paid for it. I thought it was strange, but Ghostbusters two yeah. is way better than Blues Brothers two thousand. Yeah. So and, right. hell, honestly, probably to piss off some people out there, it's better than Blues Brothers. Uh, yes. Uh, I, 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 not I, knocking Belushi or Akros. No, no. Those characters is just like it's Blues a, is, eh? Yeah, it's a different franchise. If you love the blues, if you love music, it's up your alley, and it is funny. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, Ghostbusters is better. <laughs> I, I I will get on the bandwagon and, and agree with you there. Uh, well, but the thing is, you know, it's like I love all of his work, but Ghostbusters is what introduced me to his work. Yeah. Um. So uh, where where do we where are we starting with Ghostbusters two? Where 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 is everybody at? Where's everybody at? Um, you know what? I think it's generally mixed. Yeah. You know, like maybe split, maybe probably split right down the middle. Yeah. People do either love it or hate it, or maybe uh, even down the middle they uh, they like it. It's like oh, nothing to write home about, but it certainly wasn't a terrible film. Yeah. So I think that's that's the final result of where it's at. But I'm still confused on why people more people don't love it. Or well, it's like I said, in most like. Movie franchise and everything, mm-hmm. it's always the sequel everybody hates. Yeah. It could be a really great sequel, like we talked about Terminator 2. Right. That's one of those rare sequels that everybody loves. Yes. But also, too, you look at Iron Man 2. I personally loved Iron Man 2. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, well, you're this stupid Mickey Rourke with his roulette flash and stuff. Yeah, well, what I thought was funny, people liked also also liked Iron Man 3, and now uh, it's about to go on DVD. And it came out today. It, oh, it came out today. Today, as of uh, September 24th, when you listen to this in October. Ah, did that now? Okay, so... Breaking up fourth wall. So it came out, and, uh, well, now I'm hearing hate. You know, pe- when it came out, people were like, oh, wow, what a brilliant thing! Wow! That Mandarin wasn't really the Mandarin, and they're like, "Well, they, now I'm hearing, oh, they threw away Ben Kingsley. He was a fucking." Well, they, they were shitting on it too when Iron Man three first initially came out, when mm-hmm. Mandarin was Maybe. revealed as what it was. Yeah, and everybody, like, I can't believe they did that to Ben Kingsley. It's like, no, they did that because Shane Black and everybody agreed they cannot go where the Mandarin originally comes from. No, they had to do what they had to do. It's a shame, considering, I mean, uh, the Avengers opened the door to aliens. Uh, but it o- that opened the door to aliens, but also that's its own world. Oh, okay. Because remember how in Iron Man 3, uh, Stark was having his issues from New York. Oh, right. If he was in New York, they would have continued dragging mm. the Avengers stuff out. Uh, he was right. back in California. Well, you know, I'm, it, it is suffering from the problem, and trust me, it's it's still connected to how I feel yeah. about this movie. Um, so uh, don't worry, guys, we're not straying too far off topic. It's actually all linked. If you're shocked that we're going veering off, then... Well, the thing is, most podcasts do that. So yeah, don't exactly. Feel bad. But, um, you know... We're, we're not turning around going, Smurfs! <laughs> Smurfs! No! And you're making it, you're making it. No, but... Uh, from from where that's uh, going there, I mean, everybody's just like you know, like well, why, why bother making another movie? I mean, I mean, uh, 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 by himself, they're like, they're like you know, everybody's just gonna be going. Where are the Avengers at? Why don't you talk? Why don't you talk with them? But they do, they do explain. They do, they have oh, post traumatic stress, not sleeping and everything. Yeah, and the Hulk cameo at the end was great. Yeah, um, I mean, not the Hulk, but Bruce Banner. Yeah, uh, but you know, I know. But the thing is, that's what everybody's thinking. They're sitting now going. Why don't you ask your buddies for help? They're out there, you know. No, they're not. They all went their separate ways at the end. Oh, I know that. So, and that's the whole thing. Tony Stark, his character mm-hmm. wasn't exactly like, "I'll call you 
Black Widow. <laughs> no, he really didn't. Yeah. So I guess it. I guess it works out. It's it, you'd run into the same problem if you made a Justice League. Yeah. But but know, also too, if it was as easy as him going, okay, crap's going down. Bruce, can you come to California, please? <laughs> yeah, please. I, I got some problems here. I got some. I need some help. I need Hulk. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really need to lift this fucking bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they, they, they I have a curse outside my door. Yeah, here's, here's, well, he, he gave him his phone, uh, you know, his home address. Oh, that yeah. was something else, but. Yeah, uh, but, but, but also, too, going back to, uh, well, this, this too. they've all, they had all gone their separate ways. Exactly. exactly. You got, yeah, so, yeah, like, how do you make this formula work a second time? Well, that's the whole thing. They could have easily gone into Ghostbusters 2, gone, oh, they're still in the firehouse. Hijinks ensue, and yeah, then but no, the but painting we, comes to life. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I actually like the way they did it. They, they did it. It was good. Uh, it, it does, and as a matter of fact, it actually, I think, holds a little truer today. Well, uh, well, actually, uh, not so much now, because it's it's kind of found new popularity. But when it was entering the world of the 1990s, it's almost yeah. like it knew that its time had come. Same it, thing because exactly. the, the cartoon was getting up. So in Ghostbusters 2... Uh, the Ghostbusters are out of business. People don't really remember who they were. It's yeah. only been five years. Well, and the, the, the ghost problem has basically diminished. Simmered. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they, they it really didn't, didn't diminish because, like, we find out there's the but they were in hiding. Yeah. So okay, yeah. The, the thing is, something was building up under the city, and it was in hiding. It was yeah. dormant. Um, like uh, Egon was doing private sector work. Yeah, yeah, he was working at the university. Peter, uh, no, 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 Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter was running uh, World of the Psychic, a television program. So yeah. he he's on TV. Great segment. Yeah, he was on TV. He's where he wanted to be. Yeah, in know, the spotlight. Yeah, in the spotlight, but you know, not exactly where he wanted to well, be. No, well, it was the spotlight that he could get. Yeah, like if he could be like more prominent, like on like the yeah. tonight show talking about that stuff. Yeah, it w- he would have been there, but unfortunately. He wanted to stay prominent, but also to... If he could have gotten a show called Dr. Pete, he yeah. would have gotten it. Oh, yeah. But... Um, he took no. what he could. Yeah, he, he took World of the Psychic, where he was essentially a joke. That was what he got, but he, he took it. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Winston. Um, Winston, I'm assuming, <laughs> if you follow the cartoon, um, you know, maybe he worked in construction or went back to being a cabbie. Yeah. I know uh, from the deleted things in the script what he was. He had a lot of... He also, you know, had been in the Marines and stuff yeah. like that. But that never shows up, actually, in... The uh, any spectrum of the movies, which is kind of interesting because like a uh, military background would have been kind of an interesting arc for it. It would have been a very interesting yeah. arc, but you know, but that would explain why he's good at taking orders and how he he got to really knowing that equipment really quick. Yeah, considering you know he he shows up at the end of number one, was with the company for a couple of weeks and helps save the day. Yeah. I mean, he, he he handled that equipment like a pro, yeah. considering he was only with the company a few weeks. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> now that that's why uh, Winston Zeddemore is kind of my hero. He's just this everyday everyday new new the nuanced every, person. Yeah. You know, he's that everyman, and uh, he just just comes in and saves the world. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, you were just doing that. Yeah, uh, just checking. Okay, so uh, on those respects. Same thing in um, Ghostbusters 2. Winston and Ray, they're doing birthday parties. Yeah. And I'm assuming Winston's probably doing He's something doing else. He's doing either cabbing or construction. Or construction or, 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 or whatnot. And uh, Ray runs an occult bookstore. Which is appropriate for Ray. Yeah, it is. Uh, he gets to be around all that uh, material, you yeah. know, doing all that. And then uh, when uh, Dana Barrett's uh, baby... 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you were you were talking. You you asked me whether or not that this is, uh, was supposed to be Peter Sand or they, something like that. It was. I, th- I know it wasn't intended. Like they didn't really say blatantly. Like, hey, you think banging each other and this is what came. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there 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 may have been implications, but the thing is, she this flat out goes out of the way to say that that, that is not his son. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, like I, Shia LaBeouf and. Uh, crystal skulls. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be something like that, uh, and they, they're still toying with that for the possible third film. That that Oscar will. Oh man, a Ghostbuster named Oscar. I mean, Oscar is okay for a baby, but you to have one of your principal players named have Oscar. a name like Oscar. I'm not. I'm not joshing the name Oscar, but uh, fuck you. I know. But, um, uh, okay, I'm not dogging it. But no, stick with the joshing. I'm not taking it personally. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's, it doesn't pose intimidation when you go. And here's Oscar. No, it doesn't. Especially if he's going to have a bunch of uh, characters like it's like, oh yeah, uh, Doctor Oscar, whatever his Meyer. Yeah, Oscar Meyer. Oh my god, product placement. I don't even know what Sigourney Weaver's Dana. Well, I mean, is he is he Oscar Barrett? Yeah, Oscar I'm, Barrett. Yeah, as I far as we know, it'd be Barrett because. Yeah. They didn't exactly say. They didn't say it was mm-hmm. Peter's kid, but also they didn't exactly say. And I thought celebrities came up with real names like Apple and stuff like that. Yeah. But Oscar Barrett, that's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but I like the fact that they play around with that. You know, it's named just, after a hot dog. You poor man. You poor, poor man. Yeah, well, they could have gone with the name uh, Barry Barrett. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Barry Barrett Bennett. So the supernatural activity, you know, increases. It's, yeah. It starts it, happening. It, it should start targets, going down. Yeah, it's it targets Dana again. Yeah. Uh, but only it's not after her; it's after her child. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, the comic books, <laughs> the most recent comic books, talk about something. There's like there's something maybe like in the bloodline that maybe Lewis and Sigourney Weaver from the first one. Yeah. That supernatural activity is drawn to. They're the, a magnet. Do, do yeah, due to something. Yeah, they actually. Metaclorians. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's something in their DNA. <laughs> Did you just do, did you just Star Wars? Did you get did you just dip your uh, Star your Star Wars in my Ghostbusters? Yes, my lightsaber went into your proton pack. Well, that's okay. Uh, a lot of the special effect, a lot of the people from LucasArts actually worked on both yes. films, so I'm really not going to do that. Like, yes, I went full circle. Yeah, you know the people with the laser beams and stuff like that. At least they figured out a way to rubberize light, and that's where you have the proton yeah. beams now. But um, I don't mind a little Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's appropriate. That's though. the way it is. It works, and it's. In the, the same kind of vein, visually. And uh, like the first, the first incident with Oscar though was when he went out on a ledge, isn't it? Uh, no, the, no, 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 the baby carriage. The baby carriage, the baby carriage uh, goes and it stops so right where the flow of slime is. The river slime that's yeah. charged by negative energy in New York. Exactly. Very. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. You know, he's he's a casual fan, but I mean, I mean, I mean, he's a and fan of Ghostbusters, but you know, it's uh, I'm a movie fucker. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are a movie fucker, and I love that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we have this podcast. Exactly. Uh, but so, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm seriously. I'm really proud of you. I shouldn't yeah. be that surprised. I remember <laughs> my shit. You do know your shit. Sometimes I forget shit, but I remember my shit. Yeah, you, but you know this really well. I mean, yeah. it's like if you got it wrong, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, have a slap. Because I mean, this is my religion. Yes. Um, but um, so then you know we have one of the openings. I, I always do this when Ghostbusters Two is about to start. You know, she's hugging her baby, and then the the the, the, the Ghostbuster Two logo pops oh, out, yeah. and the song starts. I always turn that volume up and blare it. Like, yeah. And then the Ecto oh. One, a beat up Ecto One, is go on its way. You think it's on the way to a call, but then it's you get the you get the first punchline in the movie <laughs> is that. It's a birthday party. Yeah, they're they're downgraded themselves. Yeah, now I don't think they did this deliberately, but I think it's very funny. Is when one of the kids says, "Ah, oh, I thought it was going to be He Man." 
He-Man is owned by Filmation, and Filmation also owns the other Ghostbusters show. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, I didn't. You know, that was the, yeah, the Filmation, you know, the dematerializer, big ape. Yeah, so they go, yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I thought it was going to be He-Man. I, I look at that now, and I think, oh my God, is that Filmation? T- is that them making... A little subtle slam on him. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, if they, were self- if they were that self-aware, I'm proud. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't, th- I think that was an accident. But I also like this one. Uh, this is uh, one of the celebrity cameos. Well, uh, well, it is now. Uh, Jason Reitman, uh, uh, Ivan Reitman's son, yeah. uh, is the one that walks up to him at the birthday party and says, Oh, you know, my dad says your guys are full of crap. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's awesome. hilarious. Yeah, and he goes, Well, uh, some people have trouble believing in the paranormal. No, he just thought you guys were full of crap, and that's why you went out of business. Yeah. There's a little jab at that. Yeah, and also, he's the director. Yeah, and the one that uh, gets the... You know the puppy. Uh, that is uh, that is uh, Ivan Reitman's daughter. Yeah. Um, her her name escapes me, and I'm uh, really ashamed about that. But yeah. you can, if you look at it, you can just if you've seen Ivan Reitman, yeah. you can see there's a strong family. Oh, exactly. And I, I just love that stuff. Yeah, it's um, great. Well, when you're a doctor and everything, and, and you need a quick kid, it's usually like, okay, bring Timmy. Yeah, there you go. So. Um, uh, so what happens is they, they, they do the investigation, they get themselves arrested, and they yeah. go into court. Then, uh, because they, they got the... Well, well, well you got to re- remember, though, too, when they're in court, they're basically naked. Yeah, they are. They're in their long johns. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're... they're uh, Covered in slime and in the long... Oh, no, 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 we're not there yet. No, that's towards the end, sorry. That's towards the end. No, in the middle, they get arrested, they're brought up for... This is just general... Up. Oh, yeah, this is general When they first find out the negativity thing, it's the courtroom with yeah. the two, uh, the brothers. That's right. To see the um, Scolari brothers, the Scolari brothers. Yes, yeah. that's what they call. They're calling right. the Scolari brothers, and the courtroom scene is one of my favorites because, well, this that, is, that was a they cool suit thing. up. They yeah, suit they, up. They put back on the proton packs and everything. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Egon! Yeah, very funny scene, especially hearing the accelerator power up. Oh, god, that's another part. I just turned out a boner. Oh, you. Dude, I get such I get I get such a Ghostbuster rager when they fire those fucking things up. Make them hard. Ready? I'm sitting there. I'm already there. Oh, oh yeah. As soon as they unsheathed their uh, their throwers, I was I had I unsheathed my thrower. So um, we're learning a lot about film today, people. We'll, we'll just call it vent porn, okay? But I'm sitting there. I'm listening to them power up their uh, stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's it just it's a great scene. Oh yeah, and, it is. And, and then um, it just builds up when uh, you know. Well, it's, well, it's like that scene you can honestly compare to the first one when they're first in that library and that oh, yeah. goes batshit on them. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first money shot, basically. It's the mo- first money shot. They get scared. You get the creatures, and also it's a. Uh, it's also a mix of that and the first time when they deal with Slimer and the Sedgwick. Yeah. You know when you get to see how the equipment works. And, yeah. You know it's been five years. And, you know it's like to see these guys. Is it still going? Yeah, strap on. Oh yeah, like I hope it still works. I love that, and you yeah. find out uh, stuff about the uh, equipment. You know, the power cells last about you know five thousand years. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty cool shit. Yeah, uh, but when they um, oh, that, that, hey, that should be Ghostbusters three plus yeah. apocalyptic world Ghostbusting. Oh God, I am hoping uh, that's the thing. You got oh, a comic book? That'd be a cool comic book. It would, it would, it, and I'm glad the comic. Uh, uh, go to IDW. Get uh, by if you're a Ghostbusters fan, get their comic books because. Uh, it's the closest thing to Ghostbusters 3 until 
three we get gets it. the green light. I, I think we will eventually get it. And like I said, I hope the stakes are pretty high. I mean, yeah. I was I was I was happy with uh, what they've done with Star Trek. Yeah. It's rebooted, yet also is going on. It, it, it keeps it's it loyal. It's really funny, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah so um, like I said, that's that's a, a little uh, semi comparison, and that's Dan Aykroyd when they said, "Well, how are you going to approach this?" He goes, "Think Star, uh, think Star Trek." Yeah. But I don't think he's going to have literally young a people. A full-on reboot. Yeah, yeah, not not that. or And it's not like his past self. I don't think there's going to be anything like no, that. No, I think they can honestly, like I've told you before, they could mm-hmm. have the scene where they're going out on a call, Egon, mm-hmm. Winston, and uh, Ray are suiting up since Bill won't be there. Well, <laughs> I, I think Bill Murray, uh, a cameo would be funny. Like, yeah. Just say, 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 yeah, say if the, say if the Ghostbusters don't, you know, the original Ghostbusters don't suit up in the movie. If they make casual appearances in the movie, like, I want Bill Murray. Like, there's this part where they're giant... Uh, the, the, oh, my God, they're going to steal this from me now. Yeah. Okay, if Bill Murray doesn't want to do it, if he wants to show up for just a day of filming just for shits and giggles, you know, there's going to be this big giant monster going up, right? And Bill Murray comes up in a porch, and, of course, he's, he's Dr. Peter Vane. Yeah. Now, he's supposedly not really... doesn't know what's going on. He goes, hey, what's going on here, right? And then, you know, he... He sees like this giant monster. Yeah, and yeah, he he hops he hops out of his Porsche, and the monster steps on it. Yeah, and as the creature passes by, he goes, "Hey, nobody steps on a Porsche in my town." Yeah, you know, just a real casual thing like that. Or like I, I told you before, like where they're like sitting up, they're putting on the jumpsuits, and they're zipping up, and they're having trouble. Yeah, <laughs> the, the guts there. Oh. Have, yes. Have Peter have the full-on gray Bill Murray hair going? Yes, I want the, I, I want them to be saggy old Ghostbusters. And I just have them going, "This ain't gonna work." Yeah, exactly. I'm like, are we really gonna go out like this? Yeah, I want the, I, yeah. I, that. Would be hilarious. Yeah, and then have the interns suit up. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I don't care if they're mentors for the rest of uh, through the entire oh, yeah. movie, and if they suit up at the very end and they're all winded and shit. Um, that'll be fine. That'll be a perfect way to pass the torch because I was like, I mean, they have a whatever the big bad is with yeah. the high stakes. Before they pass the torch, they at least help get rid of it. Well, bring back Staple. Yeah, they can play with that. Yeah, I mean, if uh, you know, well, with today's technology and everything, Staple could be a freaking little bastard. You know that. Now that's the funny thing I wanted to ask you. It's like if uh, it will Staple have uh, as much an impact as he did in number one? I mean, do we really want to see a CG polished Staple? Well, it, well, it depends I mean, it'd on be who, awesome, but, you who, know. whoever puts their hands in it, right? And also to how loyal they're going to be, because yeah, they throw a stay puff. Everybody's gonna be like a marshmallow man again, yeah. But also too, if it, they get the right people behind and everything, mm-hmm. they go, "Wow, that's pretty fucking awesome." Well, if they embrace it the right way, I mean, I enjoyed the video game. Yeah, don't have them like dry up in the Statue of Liberty. No, no, no. I don't want to do anything. No, <laughs> that's what they would probably do if Seth Rogen and all the. Judd Apatow people were involved, which yeah. I hope they are not involved. When I, heard, I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh no, Ivan Reitman's going to direct this." I'm like, "It's their baby." Well, them, you well, know. you got to give this to Rogan because, like, recently he was doing interviews and everything where he's talking about Green Hornet and uh, Guilt Trip. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck Green Hornet! I should have yeah. never done that damn movie." All right, I'll get, basically I'll... The, the way he explained it was like, they went up to me and Goldberg, his writing partner, mm-hmm. gave us a blank check and said, "Do Green Hornet," and they're like. Okay, <laughs> you know, if we're given given in that in that position, I think any one of us would have done the same thing. But at least he admits. Oh um, yeah, but you know, it's and like, then he talks about the guilt trip doing the movie with Barbara Streisand. Oh no, like, was that terrible? Did he? I 
it was okay to me, but I I like weird shit. Well, they 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 were trying to shove it down your throat. The first ever mother son road, road trip, trip movie. movie. Yeah, it, I, mean, that, it, like, I mean, you're really you're it really, was an okay story and everything, and it was fact like I don't know, really Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen. That's interesting. Yeah, you're grasping at straws there. Yeah, and it, they had decent chemistry and stuff, and they played the story pretty well. But it's like Rogan explained, it was like we wanted to make a movie for airplanes. <laughs> I understand. In that movie, you're going to watch 75,000 feet in the air when you're on your way to freaking Florida. Well, I suppose, I mean, I guess road trip movies have been good ever since Trains, Planes, and Exactly. Movies, and those are a lot of fun. Luckily, nobody's touched that in a reboot or a remake. I don't want them to do that because what... The thing is, I understand the movie's dated. I mean, it's like, you know, everything be, if you have a cell phone, everything's fixed. But yeah. uh, still, you can be put you put in a position where, you know, your cell phone is taken away from you or burnt or exactly. But, um... But Planes, Trains, and Automobiles... There's a legacy there. There's a holiness to it. There really is. It, it really... Uh, I, I tear up both from joy uh, and from, you know, sorrow of the loss of, like, John Candy. Exactly. And stuff like that. But there's just there's just so much to that movie. And uh, the way the characters... Uh, man, man, you know, when you talk about uh, character study, that one is a good one. Exactly. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of my... I think it is the... Next to Dutch... No, 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 no. Dutch is good, but... Planes, trains, and automobiles, that's the road trip movie. Yeah, that's, well, that's the grandfather, the godfather of them all. Oh, yeah, that, it's the godfather of uh, road, trip, road trip, movies. trip movies. And, uh, like I said, we're not, we're not segueing because Steve Martin, I mean, we're part of the, we're talking the SNL alumni. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Back to Ghostbusters and everything. Of course. Uh, uh, if, if, they, if they do it right, if yeah. they do it upright, uh, they can do it right. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll keep the legacy alive, and it, we won't sit there and they're going, "You fucking dicks." Yeah. The thing is, oh god, there was somebody who posted this. I don't know if it was you or if it was Nick, but somebody says, you know, we bring because of you know life, you know, we're a little jaded as adults. Yeah. We bring so much baggage when we go in to see a movie. We don't come in alone anymore. Yeah. So it's little wonder we enjoy any. Oh yeah, and well that's so, even worse. And I, that got me to thinking, and that's why. I, and, but it got me to thinking. I'm like, hey, maybe my life isn't that stressed because compared to my friends, I actually loved Indiana Jones uh, and Kingdom. Oh, of I, lo- I liked yeah. it too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, very yeah. rare. I leave a movie now jaded, going, "What the fuck was that?" Shit? Yeah, it's like I enjoyed the Transformers movies for what they are. Yeah, you know, you go. I mean, I can understand. It's like, I don't like the human parts. The movies aren't perfect. Ghostbusters one. I know this is blasphemy, even on my part. I know it's not a perfect movie. Yeah, I know there are. A couple scenes. See, I know the movie so well. I know that. Wait a minute. This scene actually really should follow this. Scene. Exactly. But does, it doesn't bother you because it's that good a movie. With, but that logic, though, too. That's us, though. We're is, that twisted in our minds. Yeah, one movie people like, like twi- yeah. no, no, no. They just hired Winston at this point. Yeah. This should follow this. Yeah. Why do we have this scene in the middle of here? It, see, so therefore, there is an almost perfect movie that's not perfect. But you know what? I don't care that it's not perfect because it's perfect for me. But that's also the reason we do this. That is, and Ghostbusters Two is not a perfect sequel, but it's perfect for me. Exactly. And uh, I think it, it's a good follow up. I mean, after all, at least they pair Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two together. Um, yeah, they know. didn't totally divert from. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, we can't get Ernie Hudson, so let's mm-hmm. get a Latina to play Winston. Exactly. No, they didn't do that. But here's uh, here, here's some fun trivia, and I, uh, yeah, you know this is a, this is a little stuff. Did you know? I mean, Ghostbusters, just like Ghostbusters one, 
There were several scripts for Ghostbusters 2, and in order, and Bill Murray didn't want to do that one either. And he was not going to do a sequel yeah. until they presented him with this one idea, right? And he goes, okay, we'll do that one. And they turned out that they twisted it and turned it, and uh, there were more like special effects shots than stuff that he liked. So stuff that he liked got cut out. Yeah. And supposedly there's this Kickstarter campaign going on where somebody, and I, I, don't, I don't trust it because, you know, the guy doesn't got, you know, like, Credibility, credi- any credibility, but he wants to put together the ver- the original version of Ghostbusters two um, uh, that was meant to be seen, and I'm like, what? Is there uh, deleted scenes? There, oh, there were several. There were several. Well, so this scenes. dude wants to do a, a Richard Donner Superman two to Ghostbusters two. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think there's anything that would change that drastically. Yeah, now exactly. I do know there is a running gag. Which probably would make uh, the oh did I did I remember no, okay no. that would make the uh, scene with uh, Lewis so much funnier when he runs the, when he runs into Slimer yeah when he runs into Slimer he goes oh it's you no 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 you know yeah. oh, okay well I didn't know you had your license throughout the entire movie supposedly now look they only touched on it yeah. in the montage he goes oh so it looks like somebody took a big and he sees Slimer and he gets scared yeah. but supposedly throughout the entire movie he's been trying to catch Slimer. Oh, nice. Yeah. The guys uh, think he's nuts and shit like yeah. that because he's the only one that has seen Slimer in the firehouse. Oh, nice. And he spends, he, he, he puts on a proton, that's why he yeah. puts on a proton pack in the first place. Yeah. He's hu- walking around while the guys are on calls. And so James, it's basically a B storyline where it's just like, okay, that's yeah. like a little comic relief. Yeah, it's a, it's a side story for all Rick Moranis. Yeah. And he's, you know, he wants, you know, he, he would like to go on the calls with the guys. And they're like, no, no, you just, you just go ahead and do our taxes, Lewis. Yeah. Um, uh, this you know this is just too dangerous stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Was like and maybe you, you you could pick up if uh, you know Winston's sick or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But he's he's in there doing the accounting. Janine's like off on a lunch break, and Slimer keeps like terrorizing him. Yeah. In the firehouse. Well, so terrorizing him, but probably Slimer's just like hi. Oh yeah, he's single. Well, he just wants to eat, so he sets up bait at Janine's desk, and uh, you know uh, he this is and this is also makes sense why. Janine and Lewis have because it seems like their relationship because instead of Egon and Janine yeah uh, which this is blasphemy to fans like why the fuck has she got the hots for uh, for Lewis well um, in these deleted scenes it actually makes a little more sense because she sees him strapped in a pack okay yeah. uh, in uh, because he he puts on a proton pack and he he tries to catch Slimer he fails and yeah. blows up Janine's. Uh, uh, thing and I think that's probably when she sees him with the glasses and the proton. Yeah, pack, she thinks Egon. Ooh, so, a man in uniform. Yeah, yeah, and that's why at the very end she puts Lewis in one of Egon's uniforms. Yeah. So most people hated it, but I actually now I could be reading too much. She's being a manipulative bitch. Exactly. <laughs> there he is. I mean, here's a guy in glasses, and I think not as a, big as him. But no, him. no, but she puts him in Egon's one of Egon's uniforms. Yeah. I've heard many stories like, well, maybe Egon is the only one that has a clean uniform. Yeah. I'm like, of all the uniforms, she puts him in a Spangler uniform. Yeah, exactly. No, she. I think there. She is not over Egon. There's another movie in her head. <laughs> yeah. There's a yes. Exactly. <laughs> There's there's a subtext there, yeah. and poor Lewis is completely unaware. And he's getting some. He is, he is. Uh, but uh, I, well, a lot of people are like, how come she doesn't have the hots for uh, you know Egon anymore? And I'm like, I think she does. Yeah. So I uh, see. I, I now get to the point where I enjoy the movie for that reason. All right. So let me let me spitball like the ending here. You know, like, yeah. the, the plot line. You know, it's like you know negative charge line. The the guys get back into business. They're even better than ever. They, they figure out how to get the positive neutrons into it. Yeah, they discover that uh, by by singing or reacting. Just positive know, vibes. Yeah, positive vibes. The, the the slime is what affects the slime. So they use good slime as a weapon. And they 
They pass up on one of the greatest freaking tie-in merchandise they could ever have, the dancing toaster. Oh, yeah, the t- dancing toaster and the dancing... Uh uh, a dancing Statue of Liberty. Yes. Because they hose up the Statue of Liberty to try to get some good vibes going because they can't... The the negative... They shoot it all up in her. Yeah. You know, yeah oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. They blow their wad in her head. <laughs> Not just her head. I know. And all up in her guts. Uh, it's all over the statue. So. It's just all up in her guts. All right. So they ectonut all over the Statue of Liberty. Thank you, Josh. Ectonut is copyrighted by Nowhere, California. Yeah. Oh, my okay, so <laughs> all uh, reserved. So until Ghostbusters try to sue us, and we cry and beg yeah, them not to. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, you know, they fight the big baddie, which is uh, you know, a painting. I mean, uh, most uh, most of you know this, and this will not be the last time I I, I, um, I talk about. Well, it's Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah, he wants to have his second coming to take over the world. Yeah, so he wants to get inside Dana's baby. You yeah. know, possess him and you know live again. You live again, so, and then it's thwarted. Yeah, so yeah, the, the Ghostbusters do their thing. They thwart. You know, it it, it kind of takes on the same note or uh, blueprint of the first movie. Yeah, exactly. They and got their their big bad, and they go after. They yeah. They and throw down. They give their quips, their one liners. <laughs> okay, and one of my favorite one liners. A lot of people go, "Oh God, how lame!" Now, but back when they did it the yeah. first time, it was great. When they when they trapped the Scolari brothers, yeah. it goes like this: two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and, and they be slow. Yeah, yeah. I love great that line. line. I, I think it's a great line. But anyway. It's it was a good movie and I think it was it was a I think a very safe sequel. It, it, I don't think it was just a cheap I wouldn't even I wouldn't even tag it as safe. It was a good sequel. I thought it was good. A safe sequel would have been like oh Steve Puff Marshall and it's back to life. Well, I talked to a lot of jaded people. Yeah. it's almost like a guilty pleasure that I love this movie so yeah, much. Yeah, and that's but the thing is I love it. Fuck them. And that's a very that's kind of sad that it's. Mm-hmm. That people are jaded towards that movie, and you have to feel like oh, I'm one of those weirdos that like it. No, Ghostbusters Two is a damn good movie. Yeah, and I, you know, I get, even yeah, with I a do. Bobby Brown cameo, it makes me it makes me feel kind of awkward that I have to defend it. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's why we podcast. That's why we do it. <laughs> and I, but but the thing is, you know, it's like it's like I, I, but in the future, in future references, because. Uh, this fucker called me out on Facebook. I have to defend Terminator Three, and he's got to defend Terminator Salvation. That's going to be a very fun discussion. And that's not going to be a why not. That's going to be more like no, no. It's going to be a full, a full on war. Fuck you, you die. Yeah, I'm Skynet, and you're my balls. So there you go. So all right. So that is the rapid fire ending. Ghostbusters thwart. Watch Ghostbusters Two. It's a good sequel. Yeah. If you haven't, um, honestly, like we we've always say when it comes to why not. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Ghostbusters 2 for some fucking reason, watch it. Give yeah. it its shot. If you have seen it, journey back to it. And watch it again. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, and uh, watch it with an open mind. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's, it's, a a fun, it's a fun movie. So, so it's that's basically like we say all the time, why not Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, it's... It's the it's uh, it's the whole the whole purpose of movie going is to have fun. Okay, so, so let's uh, strike up a little trivia. So yeah, know. so so let's do some rapid fire trivia. Yeah, here. now we can get through all of it because uh, it's, it's it's not too many. No, there's only thirty seven items here. So yeah. here, I, uh, we'll, we'll we'll skip the cameos because those are good. Yeah. Okay, so originally the producers planned on having the crashed Hindenburg appear as a ghostly airship. They dumped this in favor of the apparitions coming off the Titanic. Yeah, the Titanic mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Is more appropriate because of the harbor and everything. And yeah. Also, too, 
Yeah, Hindenburg was. Anytime you think Hindenburg, it's all, oh, the horror. Oh, yeah. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, just terrible. Not, not giving them the justification to go, no, that's a little negative. It would have been no. more negative. The Titanic one was that that whole sequence with Cheech Marin and everything. I, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, better late than never. That is another one of those really good lines. I yeah. thought it was great. Not to mention, it was probably easier to film the actors and makeup and then make them look a little transparent rather than having a big old airship. That's and have the flames and all that. That would have been the budget in and of itself. Yeah. But a little fun trivia on that. Did you know that at this point when the movie was made, they had not found the Titanic yet? Oh, really? They didn't find the Titanic oh, yeah. until 1990. I remember that because... Um, yeah, they didn't raise the... I mean, the this, Titanic... This is me knowing really... Remembering really, really random shit. Like, oh, when I was same in here. kindergarten, there, I used to have a friend that was totally obsessed with the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Ale- Alex Hargis. Oh, Alex! Alex! Oh man, I missed Alex, that guy. If you listen to us, I don't think I don't know if we ever sent you a link to us or anything. We're gonna send you a link now that we uh, mentioned you, but we got a call out to you. But that's right, he, he yeah, he was totally into the Titanic. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he was able to quote Ghostbusters too, just like I did because of the Titanic. Yeah, exactly. He, he 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 was able to do the race dance thing. He goes, I can't believe things have gotten so bad in this city that there's no way back. Sure, it's dirty, it's crowded, it's polluted, it's noisy, and there's people all around just assume step on your faces, look at you. When he did that, and I'm like, dude, you do it just as well as me. You're my friend. I'm, yes, <laughs> exactly. I found a kindred spirit there. Yes. But anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Alex, uh, Alex Argus. Alex Argus uh, talked about the Titanic. A and, lot. <laughs> and uh, that was the thing. At that, at that point in the movie, yeah. in 1989, they had not found it. They didn't find it until 1990. Now, uh, <laughs> those of you who don't know this yet, Titanic, it's still underwater, right? Uh, no, they, they, they raised it? Not, not really the bulk, but they got chunks and... Oh, they did bring pieces? Oh, I know that, but the... I think, they, big, I think the good portion of it's still down there, but they've probably got a link different. I think it's a Courier Reef now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But anyway, the the point is, it's not like it rose. It's yeah. found out that it was split. So here we go. More, more on more, trivia. More on the trivia. Movie, movie trivia. Uh, do you want to read this one? Yeah, or? I will. And the scene when Egon looks up information about Vigo in the database, Vigo's full name is listed as Vigo von Homburg uh, Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. There you go. The actor who played Vigo is William von Homburg, and the twins who play o- Oscar are William T. Dusseldorf and, and Henry J. Dusseldorf the, the second. second. The twins are the nephews of singer John Denver, whose real name was Henry J. Dusseldorf the first. So I what guess the hell? That's a lot, lot of info. There. That is a lot of info there. Yeah, so I guess that's where they got the name and tacked it on to Vigo's last name. And, and, and honestly, with that little piece of information, just think German, 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 German. Yeah, yeah, German, German, German. Oh, here we go. This is good. Several pieces of material from the trailers did not appear in the film. I hate when they do that. I too. hate it when they do that, too. And uh, You're waiting for that line, and it's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, because Ray's got a good one. Egon uses the PK meter to read a piece of floating crystal. When someone says the Titanic just arrived, Bankman replies, better late than never. In the film, this is said by Cheech Marin. I actually think Cheech Marin was a better... It was a better, yeah. It was a good cutaway. It was great. I mean, all hell's breaking loose. He goes, there's some dock supervisor on Pier 34. What's the problem? He said the Titanic just arrived. And there they are, they see that, and the way Cheech handles it is, well, better late than never. It was great. It's now, perfect. I mean, Bill Murray is good with delivery, but I'm, I'm really glad this one went to Cheech. Yeah, exactly. It was a good decision. This one, however, was not a good decision. Ray Stans, Dan Aykroyd, t- uh, tells the mayor, if they don't do anything, uh, uh, oh, yeah, if they don't do anything about the situation, the mayor will go down in history as the man who let New York sink into the 10th level of hell. The final version, the mayor says it at the meeting of the advisor. And that's 
No, that should have been there. It should have been in the movie because the thing is, they come in. They uh, also uh, originally Lewis uh, Eugene Levy was supposed to be in the movie. He was supposed to be the doctor yeah. that lets the Ghostbusters out. Lewis is supposed to say instead of the mayor. Now I do like the fact that the mayor goes, "Somebody get me the Ghostbusters." Yeah. But there was supposed to be a longer scene where Lewis is talking to his. Uh, uh, cousin yeah. who works at the mental hospital, played you, by Eugene. Oh, that awesome. yeah, and, Eugene, and, and when all the shit, you know, the 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 thing starts going down, Eugene goes, "Okay, I'll let him out." Oh, yeah, know? yeah. He uh, that would have been a funny scene. Yeah. He lets them out, uh, and they uh, they give him like an autograph and shit like that. Yeah. He and that's when uh, you know the Ghostbusters the you know, suit, suit up, up and, 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 go, and, and go on their thing. But yeah, Eugene Levy was totally cut out of the movie. Oh wow! And, and his scene would have been great. And the thing is, the Ghostbusters show up. And uh, Hardemeyer is trying to still get his job back after being fired. Yeah. He goes, "All right, dude, we're gonna make your image really better. So after uh, the situation is, come on, we're gonna put the baby in your arms and we're gonna, you know, uh, do this." And uh, that's when Ray's supposed to come uh, comes up and he goes, "We uh, we need your help." He goes, "If we don't do something by midnight, you're gonna go down in history as the mayor that let New- the man that let New York get sucked down to the tenth level of hell." And that's when. Uh, they go to the Statue of Liberty yeah. on the mayor's orders. Okay. Okay, there we go. And the next one up, uh, during the, the times in uh, Ray's uh, cult bookstore, oh, yeah. he's pretending to be a, uh, Peter's pretending to be a strange customer looking for a particular book. The gag was originally intended to be Peter, that Peter had previously made a prank phone call to Ray asking about a book, and then Ray realizing it was Peter who made the call when he arrived basically repeating the same joke. The prank call was not used in the final edit of the film, resulting in it seeming that Peter was just fooling around in the store. Kind of a real basic, quick one. Yeah. So just Peter I mean, being Peter and Ray yeah. being the butt of the joke. Yeah, and they, I suppose they just they, they didn't really need it. Yeah. So here we kind go. Kind of a random one. Yeah, but that was a good one. Yeah. Um, so they just cut it short for time. Yeah. Um, a scene of Egon and Ray experimenting on the bowl of slime with them wearing head devices with multiple wires connected to the bowl, which would have gone before the scene with the dancing toaster, yeah. was filmed but not used in the final edit. But a shot from the scene was uh, commonly used uh, public uh, was as a publicity still from the film. Yeah, it's a yeah, good shot. Yeah, Ivan Reitman himself says he is surprised that there was never a... Uh, you know, a special edition release of Ghostbusters 2 because that movie was... Archived. It's going to get it. It, 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 it was eventually good. Yeah. Well, they got so many versions of the Blu-ray yeah. original Ghostbusters now. They got the hyper-high-definition one. Oh, I know. The 4K Ford Gold or something like that. Yeah, when rich fuckers want to watch Ghostbusters. No shit. There's many more, but these are the more imp- uh, the most important ones to me. Here's a big one. A scene featuring Ray driving Ecto-1A recklessly at... At speed, as a result of being possessed while examining Vigo's painting, was filmed but not used in the final edit of the movie. However, some shots of the sequence, Ray running the red light, Peter sitting in the back pulling a surprised face, were used in the montage as the Ghostbusters go back into business. This continued a trend of unused scenes being used in the montage. In the first film, a scene of Ray and Winston investigating a haunted fort <laughs> where Ray encounters a beautiful ghost was filmed and not used, but instead used a dream in the movie's montage sequence. Yeah. So right there, yeah, that was a lo- supposed to be a longer sequence, but they... That uh, would have been a pretty interesting scene that, that really throws them back into the mix by having Ecto-1 get possessed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, wrong. the Ecto One wasn't possessed. Ray was possessed after he looked at the Evigo. Oh, that remember? Yes. Do you remember he said, "What's the what the hell's wrong with you?" But no, after looking at the thing that okay. was the lasting effect. So it's actually pretty good that they did cut that out because then the, that reveal at the end where yeah, well, it still would have made sense because he still had that effect on Ray. Yeah. You know, but, but then Peter would have been like 
Something's not right with Ray. Exactly, but that's why he did that. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll you'll now see that spot, yeah. and that was a good scene. I always wondered what the hell that was about, but now when I, you know, because you know, I knew that that scene is out of sequence. Exactly, but. There is, once again, they took the format of Ghostbusters 1 and put it in there. Exactly. And that's why it works. So um, Up next, a very quick one, but I wanted to like to important. find out information when it comes to this. It's important. There was uh, 200 visual effects shots during this entire movie. Yes. And you can tell, there's a lot there's of visual a lot effects, of effects. There were more effects in this one than the first one. Yeah, and which were good because yeah. the type of movie it is, it's going to have visual effects. It is. It, it needed it. And, uh, you know, if you ask Bill Murray, and this is why he does the indie film work, Yeah, I, he doesn't like, I don't think he, he likes yeah, visual he, effects. He, doesn't like, he likes natural filming. Yeah. and Like, we, one of the movies, like, recently he did was Get Low with uh, Robert Ball and everything. Exactly. You can tell he was loving that movie. The same, same thing with, uh, what's the one where he's, uh, Hoover? No, 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 no. He's the person. Oh, the, uh, Roosevelt. Hide on the Hudson. Yeah, Hyde Park on the Hudson. Yeah. He really enjoyed that, too. I can yeah. tell. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of like a paid vacation for him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here, here's my fun. So call the, there was a time when you called this number, you would actually hear Dan Aykroyd saying, oh, we're busy right now. But the phone number for the Ghostbusters uh, on the side of Ecto-1 is JL5-2020. 555-2020. Yeah. Basic so, uh, movie number for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 555. And uh, how about you ended on this one, buddy? Yeah, kind of a nostalgia uh, trivia piece there. Oh, yeah. During the time that they were in the body of the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. they had to have something to control the body. Yeah, how do you control the Statue of Liberty? So It was the late 80s, early 90s. So, so they used the NES Advantage joystick yep. as the controls. And I remember when he, they oh, saw that. Oh, I was like, That was awesome. Because I, I had one of those. He goes, pilot controls are ready. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a fucking Nintendo controller. Oh, I cheated so much with that thing. Oh, God, yeah. Caveman games. Oh, oh, that's how I got the Ghostbusters up the stairs in Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you have to tap the A button. Yeah. But the... Uh, the, the, the turbo. The, the, well, yeah, the turbo button on the... It was the... Yeah, yeah, right up there. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh god, this is so much easier. Yeah, yeah, just hold that fucking button, turbo button. Yeah, I love you, NES Advantage. Okay, kids today just cheating their ways left and right. We had controllers that did it. Yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah, you fuck, you fucking bastards, hacking into your systems. Okay, so yeah, play your games right. Yeah, yeah, stop cheating at video games, you little fuckers. Up, down, left, right, ADA. Uh, so start. Uh, fuck. Okay, yeah. So, uh, anyway, let's wrap this puppy yeah, up. Yeah, this is the end of Why Not, but with every Why Not, we have our rapid Why Nots. Oh, uh, yeah, so... And so. Uh, kind of this one was a poignant one, because th- it was about this time last year that we started doing our movie recommends. Right. When uh, Robin was in with us when we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. the villains of movies. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we can get her back here soon. Exactly. But uh, okay. for this one, we're going to recommend some uh, Halloween movies again. Uh, yeah. Um, now, or good watches for Halloween. They don't exactly have they, to be. They're not necessarily Halloween movies, but you know what? They fit the criteria. Yes. Exactly. And I love some 80s gold. I love me some 80s cheese. Yes. So I would recommend uh, Re- uh, Return of the Living Dead. Parts 1 and 2, which actually have nothing to do with Night of the Living Dead, but according to Return of the Living Dead, they do. <laughs> so, and here's something that'll fuck up your cut continuity. Yeah, it's very true. Oh, yeah. Uh, my recommendation is, he, he, he goes, this is light fair and everything, and I'm going to recommend a fucked up movie to you. Um, Lords of Salem. Oh, you son of a bitch. Really? Yeah, Lords of Salem. You're only recommending it because they gave you a shirt. <laughs> no, it was a fucked up movie, too. <laughs> I'll have to give it a look. Yeah, no, I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh man, yeah. when I went and saw that in the theaters, I got done with it. I was like, "Huh." Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a nightmare per se, but but it, it fucked with my dreams that night. 
That's pretty good. Yeah, I can tell that Lords of Salem had their hands in that one. Oh, yeah. And if we get a chance to talk to Walter Phelan again, I've got some questions for that dude. Yeah, that was <laughs> That one, tread lightly when you're going into that one, because you're going to finish it and go, I'm going to write that fucker Josh and... <laughs> okay, to balance things out. I, I, give you, I give you my warning to it, but also to, as a horror movie, as a Rob Zombie movie, it's, it's a good one. It's a dark, twisted one. It's a... I... Like I've told people before, it's kind of like Rosemary's Baby mixed with The Exorcist with Stanley Kubrick's jizz yeah. all up in it. And oh my god, it's jizz, yeah. And then Rob Zombie's hands just mashing that shit together. <laughs> Alright, alright, so for you vampire lovers, I would recommend uh, Fright Night 1. That's a good recommend. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just like saying, you know, it's like, you know, a movie that you really want, you should watch on Halloween, I recommend that one. Yeah. Uh, for for the vampire lover, so there you go. Yeah, I guess for my, I'll make this one my final one. It's kind of a, it's a recent one. It's kind of a lighter affair compared to what the my first recommendation. Okay. Warm bodies. Warm bodies. That's the, the uh, that's zombie, another zombie one with the, the, the zombie, zombie love story. Yeah, zombie romantic comedy. It it, it there's cheese there. It it, yeah. it it has its morals and crap, but oh, it sure was it good. It they did it well because they could have that movie could have been horrendous. Yeah, I need I need to give that one a shot too. That uh, one was a good one, though. And for the guys listening out there, recommend it to your girlfriend to watch it because you won't want to put a drill to your head. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, and it's a light one. It's not where it's all graphic and shit. Well, there's, there's blood and shit, but... Well, there's some uh, questionable things like the uh, zombies that are so decayed that they're skulls that are very... Well, no, those aren't exactly zombies. Although, oh, oh they're, 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 they're a whole other like kind of race of zombies. They're a different thing. Oh, yeah. well, now I really... There's, like, regular zombies, and then there's the, um, I guess, sociopath zombies. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, they just now, want to kill everybody. Well, now I really need to give this movie... Give it a, a shot. Work. Okay. I'll uh, get around to it. So, uh, do, you, do you have more recommendations? Um, and, uh, no. Do you have any more? Do, do sh- should I shoot out, and, uh, shit out, shoot out another one? And to, should you shoot out another one? You might want to just say one other one if you want. It, it, All right, I'll shoot out one more for, uh, for you people that are afraid of your toys. I would recommend Child's Play 1. Oh, classic. Of course. And um, mm-hmm. along the lines of that, mm-hmm. cr- the recent release of Curse of Chucky. Yes, yes. That's coming out this October, but definitely give the first one a look first. I, actually, I have another one. Okay, go ahead. Um, but back to the child's play. The Curse of Chucky trailer. Awesome. Oh, it's awesome because you get that chill of like, they're back to where they need yeah, to be. Yeah, they are. And I also made the discovery that the original Andy Barkley is back in this movie. Oh, yes. He, he shows up at the end, and I think he kills Chucky. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I've been calling for that one. Yes, I've been wanting yeah, to the original actor is coming back. That is awesome. So I, I just sat down on IMDb. It's like uh, Alex Vincent is Andy Barkley. Oh, shit. No, I'm not. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know one hundred percent. This is just uh, uh, hearsay. Yeah, it, it, it's hearsay. But you know what? With the internet being what it is, it might be. Okay, so that's your final. I think so. Okay, this know. one is a little bit more twisted and stuff because I really don't know too much about the movie. But what I'm about to tell you will pop your interest because if you're fans of us, you're fans of movies like weird movies and shit. Yeah, this is one you're going to want to. Look into. Okay. Escape from Tomorrow. Escape from Tomorrow. What is that film? Escape from Tomorrow was a fantasy horror movie where it takes place <gasps> inside the. Was that the trailer you sent me? Yes. Okay. It takes place inside the theme parks of Disneyland and Walt Disney World. They were filmed inside those parks without the permission or knowledge of the Disney Corporation. Yeah, I saw that. The kid with dead black eyes yeah. and shit like that. I'm like. 
there's I'm, uh, the, the, the storyline is basically this out of work dad is on vacation with his family he decides to take his son to the park for the day and he starts following around these underage French girls oh my god and then just twisted shit starts happening oh lord <laughs> when you check out the trailer check out the trailer for escape from tomorrow well, I'm definitely going to give a, give that movie a look but I, I want to see it before lawsuits ensue because they will nope they can't? Disney cannot touch them. Why? Um, I'll do a quick rapid fire of whys. Okay. It's in black and white. So any of the color schemes of the Disney parks cannot be noticed. Oh, my God. They have the characters. Okay. But they do not mention names. Oh, my God. The images are kind of a public domain. Mm-hmm. Like when they show the statue of Walt Disney in the trailer, mm-hmm. and they, they only call him W. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They. I also read... Up on this stuff too, where like the music and stuff that you have piping through the park and everything, they rip it out. Oh my goodness! So they can't get them on that. So they have technicality, uh, technicality need their way. Yeah, the guy that made the film wanted to make sure it stayed a secret where Disney could not get their hands into it and stop it. Wow! He edited the movie in South Korea. Oh my god! He went overseas and edited it together. Like when they were in the park and everything, mm-hmm. the scripts were all on their iPhones. Wow. So there's nobody just thumbing through a notebook. They just went on their iPhones going, okay, we got to do that. Wow. They loopholed their way throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Honestly, the movie could be a big steaming pile of shit. Well, the thing is, the effort that they went into keeping it secret, see that, that. That makes me want to see it. <laughs> what is, oh God, what's the movie with that effort that just happened? Uh, the, you know, that, that he just did? Uh, Argo. You know, Argo. Yeah. They kind of Argoed it. Yeah. It, only they made a real movie. Yeah. You know, exactly. oh my God. They loopholed their way through it. Everything was all secret. Just so they can film. Oh my god! Yeah, so Escape from Tomorrow. I, like I said, the movie could be a steaming pile of crap. It's supposed to be in theaters on October 11th and on video on demand on October 11th. Yeah, but my as ass far as I'm concerned, I am going to get it yeah. on video on demand at least. And if I can get it recorded, I will hand it off to Phil. Okay. Either it will be a future why not or a what the fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, probably a what the fuck, but hey, I can live with those. So this is it. This is, was Why Not Ghostbusters 2. Thank you very much. Watch the movie. And now that you survived the why not, here are some deleted scenes from this episode. Okay. Sorry, I want to stick my dingling in your socket. If you insist. Okay. Yeah. Well, you must be talking to me. I'm the only one here. You talking to me, sir? Who are you going to call? Checking your call history. You have at least 25 calls. The first is a call to fill at 1.47 p.m. A call to work super target at 1.48 a.m. You use your phone a lot. Then, a call to 187-795-234-56 yesterday at 3.50 p.m. Bitch, are you listening to my calls? To fill last Friday at 6.43 p.m. Okay, I'm done. You gave Doug a reach around around 3 o'clock. I mean, come on! <laughs> Suri, are you stalking me? Yeah. 